so therefore, they, they tilted. They didn't go straight down. They went on their side. So that's the conclusion, really, of the sugya that we said yesterday. And now the Gemara begins, The Gemara Mishnah gave us the different amounts of olim that go up to the Sefer Torah. So the Gemara is going to source this. mani. The fact that the Mishnah said, that on Yom Tov it's five olim, and Yom Kippur it's six, and Shabbat is seven. Who's the author of our Mishnah? Lo Rabbi Ishmael, velo Rabbi Akiva. The Tanya, because we have a Braita. Be Yom Tov Hamisha. Okay, so far so good. Yom Kippurim Shisha. So far so good. Obi Shabbat Shav'a. Also good. En pochatin mehen ve'en mosifim alehem. No, that's the problem. This Braita says that while you're not allowed to have less than this amount, you're not allowed to have more either. And our Mishnah clearly said, you're allowed to be Mosif on these Olim, the Rebbe Ishmael. So the Mishnah cannot be Rebbe Ishmael. Rebbe Akiva Omer B'yom Tov Hamisha. That's okay. Or B'yom Kippurim Shiva. There you go. He says Yom Kippurim is seven, which is clearly not our Mishnah. Um Shabbat Shisha. And Shabbat is six. Mamash is the opposite. And Pochatin Mehem. You cannot do less. Aban Mosifim Alehem. Well, that part is okay. You're allowed to add. So the Gemara is going to speak this out very clearly. Mani, if you're going to say the Mishnah, is the Bishmael Kasha Tosefet. The Kasha comes from the fact that the Bishmael did not allow you to add to this Olim, while the Mishnah did. The Bishmael has the six and seven reversed. Our Mishnah said Kippur is six and Shabbat is seven. The Bishmael said... Kippur is seven and Shabbat is six. Amarava Tana Debe Rabbi Yishmaeli. That our Mishnah actually is based on a Tana from the Bet Midrash of Rabbi Yishmael. The Tana Debe Rabbi Yishmael. Beyom Tov Hamisha. Beyom Kippurim Shisha. Beshabbat Shiva. En Pochatim Mehem Aval Mosifim Alehem. Perfect. It's a perfect match. Five, six, seven, and pohatim mehem, but you can be mosif. Devrei Rabbi Ishmael. The only problem now is we have a stira between Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Ishmael. We just said that Rabbi Ishmael says, and mosifim alehem, and now we have a Rabbi Ishmael statement from his Bet Midrash that says, indeed, ye mosifin kasha ad Rabbi Ishmael ad Rabbi Ishmael. And the Gemara says, tre tanaeh adibad Rabbi Ishmael. There's two tanaim that reported what they heard in the name of Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Ishmael actually said one thing. But you have two Tanaim that are reporting what they heard, and therefore that reconciles the Shitav Rabbi Ishmael. Man Tana Lahadetanya, who's the author of the following Braita? Beyom Tov Me'acharim Lavo. Custom was that on Yom Tov they would come late to the synagogue. Okay? Some people have that custom every day. The Rashi comes along and says, Beyom Tov Me'acharim Lavo, the Betakeneset. Why? Because on Yom Tov you're allowed to cook and you're allowed to cook a fresh meal. So therefore you let the people involve themselves in preparing the Se'udah so therefore they can come late to Shul. Now when we say late to Shul we don't mean late uh, when you're going to miss the Mankari Shema. We mean later than, uh, than normal, you know, after Nitz. And also you leave early. They don't dally-dally in the Shul on Yom Tov. Let them out early. Why? Because Simchat Yom Tov, they got to go home and enjoy the Se'udah. So therefore, that's Yom Tov. But Yom Kippurim, it's much the opposite. Yom Kippurim, obviously you're not preparing any food. It's a fast day. You come to shul early. And you also leave late. 
ממהרים לבוא, well, Shabbat, you can come early and pray nets on Shabbat, as she says. Why could you pray nets on Shabbat, as she says? Why is it an yant to pray vatikin on Shabbat? Because she prepared everything already. You have to prepare everything on Erev Shabbat already. So therefore, there's nothing to do. Get up and go to shul. But you leave early also. Why? Meaning, to go eat because of Oneg Yom Tov. So the Gemara comes along and says, well, who's the author of this statement? Which means that Akiva said that what? On Yom Kippur, you have an extra Oleh. Right? You, according to him, you have an extra Oleh. You have seven. And therefore, that's why it says on Kippur, because you have an extra Oleh. So maybe this is going according to the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. No, everybody agrees that Yom Kippur, you're going to get out late, regardless of how much aliyot you're going to give. Just look at the mahzor of Yom Kippur, how big it is. Forget about the extra aliyah. The sidur of the Yom, the order of the day is very long, and therefore everybody would agree that on Yom Kippur, it's going to be me'aharim, that's it. Me. Okay, now the Gemara is saying, you told me Monday and Thursday, three only. And then you told me what? On uh, Yom Tov, five. And you told me on Shabbat, seven. Can they get me? Where they get these random numbers? Three, five, and seven. Can they get me? But he gave out a Beitzchak, Ban Nachmani, Vahad Deimeh. There was a Beitzchak and one that was with him. Umana, who was that? A Bishwam bin Pazi. Vahambi, a Bishwam bin Pazi, Vahad Deimeh. Umanu Rabbi Yitzchak Banachmani, Vaamli la Rabbi Shmuel Banachmani. Had Amar Keneged Berkat Kohanim. Okay, that's very nice. Berkat Kohanim. If you look at the pasukim in Berkat Kohanim, the first pasuk is three, three words. Barichas Shemishmerecha. The next pasuk is Ere Shepana Velechem Vachonecha. It's five, and the third pasuk is seven. Isa Shepana Velechem Vishemicha Shalom. So that's where we got this configuration from. Three, five, and uh, seven. Now, at this point, the Gemara is not asking, how do you know the six of Yom Kippur? And how do you know the seven of uh, Shabbat? So the Taptos Fort right away deals with that. Taptos Fort says, Aval, Yom lo ad Okay, wait, stay tuned for the six of Yom Kippur coming up. Kaashia, Amal, lo Chodesh. No, wait, why did you start at uh, 3, 5, and 7? What about 3, 4, 5, and 7? What about Yom Rosh Chodesh and which we said is 4? It was obvious to the Gemara that because of the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, you can add from 3 to 4. That was Pashut to the Gemara, why there's 4. However... But to add so much by Yom Tov and Yom Kippurim and Shabbat just because of those reasons that they gave, this has karet, this has sekilah, you need a better reason for that. Which is, Rosh Chodesh was understood. You got a Musaf, you get an extra Aliyah. But just because on Yom Tov, let's say, Yisur Melachah, Yom Kippur, there's karet and Shabbat, sekilah, the Gemara wanted more reason, uh, and therefore the Gemara gives the uh, remez of the 3, 5, and 7. Okay, we're now saying over here that we're comparing the Malchut of a Kadosh Baruch Hu to the Malchut of mortal kings. And mortal kings have a protocol how they guard the palace. So they have three guards that are called Shomre Hasaf, those are the ones that watch the threshold. And Hamisha Miro'eh Peneh HaMelech, and then you have Five important people that are in front of the king, they see the king. And you have Shiva, and you have seven that are called those that actually see the king. The point is, in the protocol of a normal king, you have this structure of three, five, and seven. So therefore, we uh, followed the same system when it came to the reading of the Torah. Now, which king are we talking about? She says something amazing here. Shiva, where do you see the seven Ru'epen Amelech? Hem, Kedichtiv Shiva'at Sareh Parasu Madai. Wow, you have the seven uh, Ru'epen Amelech, those are the insiders, 
And from the seven, you have five that are more hashuv. Umehem yesh hamisha hashuvim. And he quotes them. The only problem we have with this Tashi is it's strange that we are modeling our religious behavior after what they did in Parasu Madai, which is the Hashverosh's kingdom. Tosfot takes Tashi to task. Second Tosfot, Pirush Bekunteras da Hashverosh. Not to imagine that we're modeling any religious behavior after that. Uh, so we found other kings, Jewish kings, that also have uh, this same uh, format. And therefore he says, go look over there in Yirmiyah. And that's where I'm modeling. Okay, only have... Five over there, but there's an extra two of the Yerushalmi, so it's fine. So basically, Tosfot argues on Nashi, what's the, uh, what's the Mikor? Tani Rabbi Yosef, Shelosha, Hamisha, Veshiva. Where'd you get the three, five, and seven? Again, three on the weekday, five on Yom Tov, seven on Shabbat. Shelosha, Shumle Hasab, Hamisha, Meruepen Amelech, and Shiva, Ruepen Amelech. Amar Le Abaye. So Abaye comes along and tells Rabbi Yosef, how can we explain us this? It's unbelievable Hadushe. Till now, how can we explain it? He tells it very simply. You never asked me. I didn't know you needed it. Did you ever ask me a question that I didn't give you the answer? I'm not withholding information. I didn't think you needed this Hadushe. I didn't tell it to you. Now you tell me you needed it. It's okay. There it is. Oh, Yaakov the mean, Yaakov the apostate. Now that's hard to imagine that the Gemara is going to quote a mean. You know, we pray for these guys to die every day. And here the Gemara is quoting Yaakov mina'a. So Tosfot right away says, Amar Yaakov matza'a garsinan. She'ima ya mean, if he was a mean, lo haya maskiro Yaakov da ketiv shem l'shaim yirkav. Right, we wouldn't have named them Yaakov. Yaakov is a good name. And we want the names of the Rishayim to be destroyed. So therefore he changes the Girsa from Mina'ah to Matza'ah. Could be that's where he came from. Anyway, Amar Le Yaakov, Mina'ah, or Matza'ah. Le Rav Yehuda, Hani Shisha di Yom Kippurim Keneged Mi. Okay, that's the only one we're missing. The six of Yom Kippur. We did the three, we did the five, we did the seven. Rosh Chodesh Tosfot said is automatic, which has Musaf, so therefore it's four. Cholamoyed, the same thing. So the only day we're really missing is where did they get the six for Yom Kippur? Shisha, the Yom Kippurim keneged me. Amar le, keneged shisha, she'amdu mimino shel Ezra. Veshisha misimolo. Okay, the six advisors that stood to the right and to the left of Ezra Sofer. Shnei Amar, as the Pasuk says. And I'm going to read you the pasuk. Vayamod Ezra Sofer on Migdal Etz. He stood on the uh, on the podium. Asher Asu Ladabar. That's when he gave the speech against assimilation. Vayamod Etzlo Matitya Veshama Maaniyah Vuriyah Vechalkiyah Umaashia Adimino Umesimolo Pedayam Yisrael Malkiyah Hashum Hashpadna Zechariah and Meshulam. Six and six. It's really not six and six. However, if you counted when I was reading it, you'll see that it's actually on one side seven. So the Gemara says, Hani Shiv'ahavu. Typical Gemara. Told you it's six, then it listed lumber. Seven. So the Gemara says, Hainu Zechariah, Hainu Meshulam. Same guy. Zechariah and Meshulam are the same guy. Same, uh, same person. He just went as alias also as Meshulam. His ways were complete. He was Tamim. She says Tamim b'ma'asab. Sadiq, Tamim. And therefore they called him also Mishulam, the one that is wholesome in his imunah, in his service, in his actions. Okay, Rabotai, that's that piece. Now we get to the new sugya, Tanur Banan. Let's just review. We know already that we just said uh, that on Shabbat we have seven olim to the Sefer Torah. Very good. And we also know that there's a certain ole that's called a... Uh, uh, so the question is, who goes up to these, uh, to these uh, aliyot? That's the first question. Who is allowed to go up to the seven olim on Shabbat? Hakol olim ne minyan shiv'ah katan. You can even send up a 
katan, a minor, ve'afilu isha. There you go. You can even send up a, uh, a lady to the, uh, to the Sefer Torah. Aval amru hachamim, isha lo tekra batorah mepnei kabot sibur. All right, it's not such kabot sibur when there's men to have a lady go up to the uh, Sefer Torah. So the rabbis, uh, rabbis took it away. Took it away for, for kabot sibur. Okay, fine. If you have a sibur that has no self-respect, they could send up ladies. But nonetheless, for kavod sibur, the Torah, the Gemara is telling us over here that they abolished that menhag of sending up ladies to the Sefer Torah. Right. Instead, they just danced with it on Sefer Torah and some shuls just to compensate the fact that they took it away that they can't go up to the Torah, so at least they have some connection with it. They dance with it and they make a kafot. Okay. <clears throat> now we get to the next question. Now, the next question is a very important question. We know that there's seven olim on Shabbat, and we also have what's called a maftir. And we want to know, is the maftir part of the seven? Which means it's six olim plus a maftir, or is it seven olim and the maftir is number eight? That's the she'ilah that we have over here. Maftir is the guy that goes up last and reads the haftarah. So the Gebra says, maftir ma'u shi'alel minyan shiv'ah. Good. Can the maftir be counted in the minyan at seven? Okay, there you go. We have a mahloket. One says ole, you count them. And one says eno ole. Man da amar ole de hakari. Why shouldn't he be ole? He's reading the Torah. So therefore, if he's reading, he's an ole. Man da amar eno ole ke de ula. Why? Why do we say that the Mafti should read some Sefer Torah when he goes up? He's only doing it for Kavod Torah, meaning we really want the Mafti to read the Haftarah. But it wouldn't be respectful to just to go up there and just start with the Haftarah without giving some Kavod to read the Sefer first. So therefore the reading of the, of the, uh, of the uh, Mafti is honorific. So therefore, the Gemara is saying, it's really not a reading for the reading purpose. It's reading for Kavod, just to set up the reading before the Navi. So therefore, the Minyana, no Salik. So therefore, we're not going to count it as part of the Minyan. So that's the Mahloka that we have over here. The Gemara says, let's do the whole Sugya first, then we'll go back to Tosfot. The guy that's reading the Haftarah, you must read a minimum of 21 pesukim of Haftarah. Corresponding the seven that went up to the Torah. Each one minimally has to read three pesukim. So therefore seven times three. So therefore you get 21. That's where you get the Haftarah. But if you're going to tell me that's eno ole minyan. So basically what? You have eight that went up. If it's in ole, that means you need seven plus a maftir. So basically, you have eight that went up to the Sefer Torah. So eight times three should be what? Twenty-four. So the Gemara says, same answer. Again, we know he went up to the Torah, and he could be, he's considered a, 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 a separate aliyah, but we're not going to count them. We're not going to count them because that reading really is not a reading. It's only a Kavod Torah reading. It's really, we want the Maftid to read the Haftarah. That's his main purpose. But he can't read Navi before he reads some Pesukim. So therefore, uh, we didn't establish the three Pesukim of Haftarah, Keneged, the one that reads the Maftid. Matkif la sefu. Side question. We have a haftarah called Olotechim Sefu. And that haftarah is not 21 pesukim, and we read it. You just told me a haftarah minimally has to be 21 pesukim. He's showing you a haftarah that's less. No. Over there it's different because the inyan is over, which means you read a complete topic. If you're able to read a complete topic and it's less than 21, you're okay, so long as you finish the topic. But if you didn't finish the topic, you have to read minimally 21. 
ואמר רב שמואל בר אבא, זמנין סגיעין הבא קאים נקמד רבי יוחנן. וכי אבא קרין עשרה פסוקי, and all we read is ten פסוקים in the הפטרה, אמר לאן אפסיקו. And what did he say? Good, we had enough. That's only ten פסוקים. So now the Gemara is asking, what do you mean? You told me minimally 21. And over here, we're talking about when he was in the middle of an inyan, and uh, they stopped at 10. So the Gemara says, Makom sheyesh turgeman shani. Oh, and a place where they have the custom to have a translator is different. Because every pasuk they're going to read, they have a translator. So already you're reading everything twice, basically. So that's already a tirha. They didn't want to make Torah sibur so much, so they said, well, even if you do 10 pasukim, you'll be okay. So therefore, the Tani, the Tachlifa Bar Shemuel, lo shanu ela b'mkom she'en turgeman, ava makom she'esh turgeman posek. So you see that what? That it depends if you had the custom to have a translator or not. If you have a translator, then already you don't have to read 21 pesukim, you can even read uh, less. But what do you see from this Gemara? You see from this Gemara that not every Bet Knesset had a translator. There were some synagogues that did not have... A turgeman, that's where we get our custom as well, not to have a turgeman. Because you see, even from the times of the Talmud, there were places that did not have a turgeman. If you look at the top Tosfot, anu sumchim she'en anu metargeminan haftarot she'bechol yemot ha'shana ve'ken ha'parashiyot. That's what we're relying on, that we see from the times of the Talmud, it was custom to have a metargeman or not. So therefore Tosfot says that's what we rely on. We don't have a... Uh, a turgeman for that reason. Now, Rabotai, we must consult with the Tosfotim on the Amud Rishon. We have over here two very big Tosfotim, and we must do them. So now let's start with the Tosfot. Had Amar Ole, Had Amar En Ole. We're discussing now is the Maftir Tosfot Amud Rishon. Is the Maftir part of the seven? That means altogether you have seven olim, six plus one, or is it uh, seven, uh, seven plus one? Now, I will tell you right away, the Maharsha, let's, let's go to the Maharsha for a second. The Maharsha asks a question on this Gemara. The Maharsha says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Sarikh Iyun. He says, yesterday's daf that if flat on a Tuesday or Monday or a Thursday, and the maftid is the shilosha. So you see clearly from that Braita that the Maftir is Olim and Aminyan. That you, you send up three and the Maftir is the third. It doesn't say that you send up three plus a Maftir. So you see clearly from that Braita that we learned yesterday, Maharsha says, Maftir Olim and Aminyan. So why did the Gemara ask against the opinion that says En Olim from that Braita above? And he leaves it in uh, question. O Maftir, I gotta be assuming that Olam Kurigimu. He said, I don't know, but that's a good source to prove that it's Oleh. And he doesn't, uh, he doesn't answer the question. Okay. Just thought that that would be something. Uh, they didn't even ask it. They didn't ask oh, it. We don't know. They, they, we had a bright day yesterday. You send up three, and the Maftir is one of them. That means the third guy is the Maftir. He's Oleh and Aminyar. Okay, anyway, back to the Tosfot here. Now, there's a Marsha on the Agadaic part over here. Um, but let's go, uh, let me just read it quickly. If you look at the Agadaic part that we did, uh, we said three, five, seven is connected with Kat Kohanim. And then later on, we bring a different reason, says the Maharsha, connected the Gimel Shomre Hasaf. And the five, Ro'epin Amelech, and there's Medo Epin Amelech, and the Ro'epin Amelech. So he says, Avalakati Kashir, Lama Lo Amru Le'el, connected with Kat Kohanim. Uh, so you see, say machloket over here in the, in, the, in the reasons they don't all agree. It's just different, different opinions over here. And then he says over here, Kenegat Shomri Hasaf. And she said from Achashverosh. Tosfot said no, you're not going to learn from Sarei Haumot. And then he says the Berutam said it's Sarei Yisrael. Fine. Uh, then Zechariah's Mushlam. 
אפשר שאמרו כן בדלא כתיב זכריה ומושלם בוו. זכריה ומושלם על הסם גאי. כמו שדודן עושה זכריה ומושלם, זה לא וו, זה זכריה משולם. אתה יודע פה, אתה צד עינו לארץ תסיים. אוקיי, פסק רבנו תם, דקיים בנן כמאן דאמר עולה. We hold, רבנו תם says, מפטיר עולה. That means you just have to send up the minimum amount, seven עולים, and you're okay. ולכן אנו נוהגים בתעניות במנחה ובתשעה באב שהשלישי מפטיר. That's why, exactly what we just said from Marsha. On the third, on the, on the days of, let's say, Ta'anit Simu, we send up three. The third one reads the Haftara. We don't send up three plus one. מפטיר עולה מן המניין. וכן ביום הכיפורים במנחה. Who reads Haftara Yona? The third guy. And if we see what? מפטיר עולה מן המניין. You have to send up three and he's one of the three. אבל תוספות זה חדוש. בשבתות ובימים טובים ויום הכיפורים שחרית, these are days that you're allowed to be מוסיף. You're allowed to add extra עליות on שבת in the day, אין יום טוב, אין יום כיפורים שחרית. המפטיר לא אבי מן המניין. We don't cut the מפטיר to the מניין, וכיוון שמותר להוסיף עליהם. Because since anyway we're allowed to add extra aliyot, yichudin anu la'asot min hagenu alibad dikul alma. We can follow all opinions. Because anyway you can send up seven, you can send up eight. So therefore why not send more aliyot, so therefore you can satisfy even if the opinion that says en ole min aminyan, and you get both. Di'i ha'ba'alakha kemandamad en ole. Because if you hold the opinion that says he's not counted, avdinan shapir, we're okay. Because we sent up seven aliyot anyway besides, because we added. ואפילו אבי נמי הלכה כמעט אמר עולה, and even if you hold it, הלכה says he's עולה, big deal, you're not to add עליות ממקום מקום, אין לחוש, שאני מותר להוסיף. Beautiful, so those four says, where you can satisfy all opinions in case where you could add עליות, so add an עליה, so therefore you basically get all the opinions covered, and therefore you have no problem. ואף אגב, זה מנקמם. We're going to learn later on on page 29. Let's say Parashat Shekalim falls out on Parashat Ve'atat Tetzaveh. So therefore, Korin Shita Ve'atat Tetzaveh. You read six olim in Ve'atat Tetzaveh. Ve'chad Be'chitisa. And then the Maftir is Kitisa, which clearly sounds like that Maftir is Oleh, even in a Shabbat where you can be Mosif. Because it's saying you do six from... And the Maftir is Parashat Shekalim, you're going to read from Kitisa. So it sounds, it sounds like they didn't do that adjustment that Tosfot just said. They're holding Maftir Olem and Aminyan and finished. We have a custom. We do seven Olim from the Sefer Torah and we let the Maftir of Shekalim be the eighth. Again, like we said above, in order to make the she taught, you know, according to everybody. That's to follow our menhag. Now Tosfot goes into a case where the Hazan makes a mistake. The Hazan Shabbat. Which means, let's say, we have a Gersad change over there. What does the Zion do to us over here? Zion does to us. Let's see where we have the Zion. I have it on the bottom here. Uh, okay, so let's read it. Adan Chetav Gamal Kola said it. What happened? He finished the parasha and he, he, he forgot to read some of the parasha. He, he ended the, uh, the reading over here. Gamal Kola said it. Shel Shabbat. Yahzor Vikra Shivi'i. Oh, so let him let him go back and bring a another uh, another ole. They have to go back and finish what he what he what he didn't what he missed. He read five olim, but he didn't read the main part. Uh, it's Pesach. He forgot to read the Pesach part. He read five olim, but he didn't get to the main part, which is the you know Yitzchak Mitzrayim story. Bring, bring out a sefer Torah and read the Chovat Yom. Yikra, Chovat, 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 Chovat
And the fifth guy that read before doesn't count. And therefore this guy is considered the fifth guy. Let's say it was Shabbat Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah. And you did all the reading of the regular Sefer. And you did all the reading of Rosh Chodesh. And you forgot to read the Hanukkah part. You don't have to take a Sefer Torah out special to re-read Hanukkah. We're not makbir on Hanukkah stuff. Okay, it's good, good to know. If you forgot the reading of Hanukkah, no problem. You don't got to take a Sefer Torah out for that. Okay, now he's giving us halakah that we just did yesterday. Anytime that there's a Musaf, for example, on Rosh Chodesh, after the Amidah, what do we do? We say Kaddish, Gomer, Kaddish, Kodem, Shiosi, Sefer Torah. What does it mean, Gomer, Kaddish? We say Kaddish at Kabbal. However, for example, let's say uh, Hanukkah and things like that, where there's no Musaf, and Gomer, Kaddish, Kodem. Although we say Kaddish after the Halel, but it's a Hatsi Kaddish, it's not a Kaddish, Tet Kabbal. Ube Shabbat, Lo Yikra Pachot, Mechad, Vesim, Pesukim, the Shiva, Bene Adam. Minimally, you have to read at least 21 pesukim on the Sefer Torah, connected the seven olim. And on Monday and Thursday, minimum of 10 pesukim. If you didn't read the minimum amount of pesukim, you must take out the Sefer Torah and make sure that you read that uh, amount. Now let's do the bottom to support Rabotai. Kivan, the Mishum Kavot Torah, he. Which means we said, ah, the Haftar Maftir, we're just reading those extra Pesukim honorifically. It's only just Kabod Sefer Torah, so therefore we don't count his reading to the Haftarah. So now it says, Which means, which is our custom also. The Mafti doesn't read a new reading. The Mafti just repeats what was read by the last guy. So therefore, it's not a new reading. So Tosfot's going to ask, what does the Gemara have to say that the reason why you don't count them for the Haftarah is because it's only for Kavot Torah. Why don't you just say, because it's a repeat. Say simple, it's a repeat. He's just repeating what the other guys read. You know what you learn from here? That in the olden days, the maftir would read new pesukim that the earlier didn't read. They had a different custom. Which means, if you hold that, he's Ole the Minyan, which means, if you hold he's part of the seven, they would add a three Pesukim to the Haftarah corresponding him. Must be why, because he read three new Pesukim. So now the Sforz asking on our custom. Why then don't we follow the custom of the Gemara to read new Pesukim for the Maftir? Why do we just repeat? Those days, they didn't have the concept of Kaddish. Mashlim reads Kaddish. They didn't have that item over there. So, however, so the Mashlim actually was the Maftir. Maftir Mashlim was the same. He finished and he was the Maftir. There was no Kaddish. After Shas was established, Kaddish. They wanted the Kaddish to be said, They wanted to show that the Sefer is over, so they wanted the Kaddish to come. And they wanted to separate between the seven Olim and the Maftir, so they put a Kaddish over there. Therefore, which means, just like the Ashkenazim have a custom in Arbit, that what do they do after they say Ashkibenu? They say Yiru Enenu and all this stuff, even though in the times of the Gibara they didn't have it. But later on, the rabbis established this Inyan in Arbit. They didn't say this in the times of the Tanaim. 
Why did they establish it? They wanted everybody to know that the Tiflat Arbit is the shoot. And therefore, even though we have to be normally but they added this to show you it's not, uh, it's not mandatory like the other Tefillot. So therefore, you see that the Rabbis can add stuff to the Tefillah. So similarly, which we do till today. They made it, they had to say Kaddish after the Shiva'ah. Why? They wanted everybody to know this guy is not part of the count. Therefore, they say the Kaddish. Oh, so once already they said the Kaddish. So therefore, he repeats. That's our custom. Before they said the Kaddish, therefore, we'd read a new Aliyah. But today that we added Kaddish, so therefore we do the seven, and then he just repeats. Let's say on the holidays, or Shlosha, Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah, Noheg, Menhag, Zeh, Shikru Adishonim, Hakol, amazing, Adush. The Adishonim read everything, it's a big adush. That means, let's say you have Shabbat Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah. So they would read, the seven would read Shabbat Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah, and the Maftir would repeat Hanukkah. Oh, wow. Which we don't do that. We do six, one, and one. You know, the six on the Olim in the Torah, and then the seventh is the Mashlim is Rosh Chodesh, and then the seventh is Hanukkah, the eighth is Hanukkah. No, they did, in the seven Olim, they did Parashat Shavuah. Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah, and then they repeated Hanukkah again. So they finished the parashah in five, really, that means, right? Because then Rosh Chodesh and Hanukkah are two separate... Yeah, yeah they, did, they did, but they repeated Hanukkah again. Repeated it. Yeah, two, 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 twice in one day we got Meshulam. How do you like that? That's a, that's a trivia. Yesterday was Kalam. Yes. That's the custom throughout Europe, throughout the France. They went against the Minhag of Rashi. Now the famous question of Tosfor. Why don't we take out two Sefarim on Shabbat? There's a Musaf. And anytime there's a Musaf, we have a Sefer Shini. So we should take out a Sefer Shini on Shabbat to read the Korban Musaf. Three brilliant answers of the Tosafot. There you go. There's only two pesukim in the parasha. Okay, so what's the problem? Read more. You can't read more because it's got nothing to do with anything, the next parasha. You can't just read random stuff. Don't start from the earlier parasha to get the three, or the same parasha shelemata, or continue reading. It's got nothing to do with the day. We read it yesterday. Yom Shabbat, and then it says what? It's got nothing to do with Shabbat. You can't do that. There's another reason. The rule is that the haftarah is always. Following the second sefer. Whatever the theme of the second sefer is, that would be the haftarah. So it comes out, if you're going to read Musaf every Shabbat, you're going to have the same haftarah every week. You're going to have to read the haftarah that's corresponding to what we just read. You're going to have one haftarah, but it's one theme of the haftarah every single week. So in order not to have a monotonous haftarah, they changed, they said, you know what, don't take out the second sefer for Shabbat. Third answer, Amazing. The only reason why we take out the second sefer Torah is to read korbanot that are subject that give us kapara. Because we want to do the famous rule of Unshadema Farim Sefatenu. So where there's a kapara in the Korban, then we're going to read it. So all the Korbanot of Yomim Tovim, it says, Lechaper, Mashi'ekin on Shabbat, it's not for kapara. Because it's not for kapara, we don't read it. Shekurim ben b'yom tov, mehani li Yisrael, kilu ikribam. It's considered as if we brought those Korbanot. And if it says, considered as if we got kapara. About Korbanot Shabbat, 
Unbelievable. Tozavot. Three answers why we don't read. Number one, because only two pesukim. Number two, because we read the same aftarah every week. And number three, because we only read korbanot that we need to bring. Meaning, in order to get the kapara, and since Shabbat is not a kapara item, we do not read it. We have a few more minutes, a moment to go further. What's, what's the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, Rabotai. Thank you. Matnitin. And Pursin al-Shema. Now we're discussing different items that you need to have at least 10 people. One of the things is called Pursin al-Shema, which we don't have today, but in the olden days, if a guy came late, and he wanted to say barichu. So he would get up in front of 10 people, bang on the teba. He would say kaddish. He would say barichu at the shimmerborak. They would answer. And then he would read the first barakah of Yotzeh. So she has to say barakah because it's barichu. Bless God. So he would say the first barakah of Yotzeh. So it says, as she says on the top here, minyana ba le bet kereset lachar shikaru at simur et shema. He came late. Have a minyana, guys. Omed echad v'omed kaddish u barichu. Barachar shikaru at shikaru shema. So porsin lashon pores is half. Because he only says the first barakah out loud, meaning Yotzeh doesn't say Abat Olam. That's, that's the custom of Pursim et Shema. En Pursim al Shema ve'en ovrim l'fnei teva, which means to be a hazan for, 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 for the Sibur. Ve'en nosim et kapim, that's berkat kohanim. Ve'en kurim batura, we don't read the Torah. Ve'en maftinim, but we don't read the haftarah. Ve'en osim ma'amad u'moshav. That was a custom that she says that God forbid if somebody passed away, when they carry the mat to go bury him, they would sit seven times and cry on the way to the burial. And then they would make eulogies and so on and so forth. So the Gemara taught us in Baba Batra, we don't do less than seven ma'amadot mushavot, minimum seven times standing and sitting. Uh, and it has to be done with a minyan, this, uh, this formality of the way they buried. We'll see what that is. A certain berakad used to make for the avedim. You need ten people. Also, consolation for the avedim. As she says, when they used to come back to the cemetery, they would stand and they would console the mourners, and they would stand in rows. So each row minimally has to have ten people. That we know that's the berakad of the shiva berachot for the hatanim. You cannot make zimun with Hashem's name. Which is Nevarech Elohim. What does it mean, Ubekarkaot? If let's say you have a piece of real estate that's Egdesh, and you're coming to now redeem it. So the law is you need ten, but Tish'ah Vekohen. You need nine, and one of them, a tenth has to be a Kohen. So it's nine plus one, and he is a if a person, let's say, donates his value to the Beit HaMikdash, so too you also do the same thing. He's coming to be Podeh himself, you know, to make the, uh, the evaluation. So also, or let's say he donated his, his worth. So therefore they have to make the assessment on him. So therefore you need also nine and uh, one. Now we get to the Gemara. Maham. 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 Where do we know this concept over here that whenever you're doing something that you need 10? Where's the magic number 10 from? All these things that the Varim should be And you say you need 10. Where do we get this concept of a minyan from? So the Barak comes along and says, Amar bar Abba, Amar the famous Derash, that I will be sanctified betoch. Amongst B'nai Yisrael, I don't know how much is Betoch is. Is Betoch two people? Is it three people? Is it five people? But it says Betoch, amongst. That's the rule. Ten. Where'd you get ten? From where is it mashma? We have a Gizra Shabbat, Toch Toch. And it says, uh, Let's see what it says in a different place. Remember by Korah, what does it say? Moshe says, Separate from this Eda. So it says, Mitoch. Okay, but that doesn't teach you 10. But now that we have, we can now take the word Eda and connect that to something. 
when Moshe Rabbeinu was chastising, or God was chastising the Meragilim, he said, until when are we going to tolerate this bad Edah? Now wait, the whole Edah of the Meragilim was not bad, minus Kalev and Yeshua. So the Edah was really only ten. So look at this, we have a Gezerah Shabbat, Toch Toch Edah Edah. Oh, Eda brings us to the Meragilim. It's amazing Hadushu where you see in this Gemara that it couldn't have found a more lousy minyan than the Meragilim. Which means that's where we're learning the, the ten, uh, ten for a minyan. You couldn't find the uh, ten Sadiqim? No, they found it to come to show you what? That it doesn't matter who the ten are. Ten Jews make a minyan. So specifically, they learned it from not the, the most biggest sadiqim in the, in, in the congregation. That even ten guys like the Meragelim, they're still Jewish. And therefore, they count for a uh, minyan. That is a very, very nice yesod. Of course, Yerushalmi, we learned once, shows that it has a different source. But for us, that is the... Um, that is it. Okay, Rabotai, we have a minute for one more, or what's the... Uh... Okay, well, how about... <laughs> yeah, no, how about we wait until after Shari, and we'll continue with that. The... And we are at the... Uh, we're at the two dots right after the sugya of the Minyan. So they came back from the funeral... Well, on the way to the burial, they would actually uh, sit and stop seven times. Rashi says, reading in Rashi in the Mishnah. They would sit seven times, they would cry, they would make eulogies, get up, sit down. So you have to have ten people at that ceremony minimum. That was the protocol. They would say, stand up, precious ones, stand, sit, precious ones. <coughs> So it's not, uh, it's not derich eretz, I guess, to, uh, <coughs> to make, uh, either, either to call them yikarim or to make them sit and stand. Less than 10 people is not kavod for the, uh, for the met. Is, is there an inyan to have 10 people at a funeral? Or, or uh, I guess only for the Kaddish, maybe. But for this, yes, lehatriyach shaliyach lekach. Actually, they, they worried more about the, the, to bother the shaliyach, to make that announcement. Emdu, yeteshvu. Is what for three people you want me to make an announcement? For ten people already, uh, you know, I'll make an announcement. So she says it's like a tirha on the shaliyah to make the uh, the announcement. What is this berkat avelim? It's the berkat they make in the in the street. You need ten people for that. You don't count the avelim. She says, The beracha is actually Tadachamim. He makes a special beracha himself. So the, the Avinim have their own beracha. That's the beracha that they're blessing the Menachamim, uh, the, uh, the comforters, and they're going to say, you know, God should pay you back for your, for your good mitzvah. And then the the, uh, the people make a barakah to the mourners that God should console you. So it's not for them to make be part of the minyan. It's not their barakah. Baruchat Hashem, menachem avelim. However, berkat hatanim ba'asara. When it comes to berkat hatanim, sheva barakot. So that's done with asara. The hatanim min minyan The hatanim are part of the minyan when it comes to, to that. Okay? So that's, uh, that's that. Let's just do the uh, we'll do the big toast for it in a second. Let's do the small toast for it. Ve Amar Rabbi Yitzchak Amar Rabbi Yohanan Berkat Abelim Ba'asara Pirush Di De Lo Ma'ari Bi Berkat Tamazon. We're not talking about the Berkat Tamazon of the Abelim over here. Shehare Lo Ha'ita Barcho Ba'ir. They didn't make Berkat Tamazon in the middle of the street. Kid the parish of Berkat Kamad Kedavot. Ela Ma'ari Bi Berkat Shayu Omrim Berkho Ba'ir Be Ma'amadot Shayu Osim Denachem Abelim. Ava Bishu Berkat Tamazon Sagi Bishlosha. Right, back in the Berkat Tamazon, you have three. Vehu Atzmo Mistaref. Look, we know that Mistaref Zimun. Okay. 
בציר מעשר עליו אורח הרעש, זה הדרך ארץ, זה השם, זה נעים, כבוד, לא סתם פיפו. והקרקעות תשעה וכהן, והאדם כיוצא במסוביה בפיסא קרקע, and you consecrated it to the בית המקדש, now you need to make an assessment. So how do you make the assessment? You're a בדין, but the בדין is made up of ten people, nine of them could be Israel, and one of them has to be a כהן. So how do we know that? מנה הנמילה, אמר שמואל, עשרה כהנים, כתובים פרשה. If you look at the פרשה of... Pidyon Karkaot and Pidyon items, it's altogether ten times it says the word Kohanim throughout the parasha. Had the gufe, one to tell me that you need a Kohen. And then, Then we have the regular rule that every time it says Kohen, it's a Kohen. But then it says Kohen again, that's called the Mi'ut Tahar Mi'ut, because it's minimizing Kohanim as opposed to everybody else. And we have a rule that says two negatives make a... Positive. That anytime you have a double mi'ut, a double mi'ut actually says that you can come and include anybody. So therefore, the Gemara, the way it learns it is, is the first one is not a mi'ut. The first one is just telling you you need a kohen, and then the next nine fall under the category of mi'ut har mi'ut, and it flips them all. That a mi'ut har mi'ut doesn't only flip the the second one; it flips actually the first one also. So therefore, the nine kohanim that are written actually turn into nine Israelim. So the Gemara then asks, and in the, in the normal way you would think of Mi'ut Hanmi'ut works, that it should only really flip every other one. You have the, the Mi'ut, the first Mi'ut is not a Mi'ut. The first Mi'ut is a Tzazen. So if we have a Mi'ut, and then the Mi'ut Hanmi'ut should be, so the Gemara then asks, Ve'ema hamisha koanim v'hamisha Yisraelim, because of what I just told it to you, it should be five and five. Every other one should be the Mi'ut Hanmi'ut. And the Gemara actually says Kasha. You know, it's good, uh, good Kasha. Let's read Rashi over here for a second. Ve'ema hamisha kwanim hamisha Yisraelim. Kevan. Kevan et ha'ama mishu mi'uta har mi'utu, ha'shilishi eno mi'uta har mi'ut. De kevan de darshale kohen sheni mi'uta har mi'ut, et rabbele Yisrael, ki hadarata kohen shilishi, ha'shmi'inan de lehebe kohen v'la Yisrael, v'chen he, v'chen zayin, v'chen tet. Right, every odd number, you know, it should be including, and then they have the mi'ut. So therefore... That's the thing that leaves it as a kasha. But you see, obviously, the Mi'ut Tahar doesn't work that way. See, it works as it flips, it flips both of them. Let's just get to <coughs> the, the Mishnah, the Madurah Tos 14. The Gemara then says, V'adam What's Adam A guy consecrated himself, and now uh, they want to assess him, how much he's worth, and they have to give that money to the Bet HaMikdash. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Adam Mikadosh? Could somebody consecrate uh, a person? Now, if you look at Tosfot right away, so he can explain you this question. What's, what's the underpinning of this question? Which means we, we don't sell. You don't sell a free man as an Evid in the Shuk. Therefore, nobody can consecrate him. He's not, he's not an Evid to be sold in the street. Mishnah, if the guy's an Evid, you can consecrate your Evid because your Evid is like property. But you don't consecrate a, a, a person so the Gemara says, no, we're not talking about somebody's consecrating him. He's a free man. When a guy himself is saying that I want to donate my worth or my value, let's say, my monetary value, not Erech, but my monetary value, because Erech has a standard value, but he's saying, Erech, you wouldn't need an assessment. Erech, as the Torah tells you already what it is, based on his age and his gender. But anyway, he says, in that case, the Tanya, Shamim Oto Ke'eved. Now I'm assuming the Shemimoto Ke'eved well, must be Eved Ivri. I don't know what type of Eved is Shemimoto. He's not, he's not an Eved Kedari, this guy. The Eved, it kashe karkaot. And we know, generally speaking, that Abadim are always uh, c- compared to Karka. Which actually is referring to Eved Kedari. That you're going to bequeath your slaves to your children. Now obviously, <coughs> you only bequeath real estate to your children. Uh, but it's comparing... It's comparing Abadim Kenanim to Nahala, and therefore we just learned that what Lareshut Ahuzam. We just learned that 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 Karka is done with ten. So therefore, since Abadim is compared to Karka, we just said Karka is done with ten. So to when the guy making the assessment on the guy, it's going to be done with ten. So look at that she it kish the Karkaot. So now Tosfot over here, let's do the bottom Tosfot for a second. He says, Because <coughs> the Gemara says, 
שיכול אדם להקדישו. תוספות אסקין, what do you have to say that this Gemara is talking about a regular guy? Maybe it's talking about in the Mishnah, ואדם כיוצא בהם, ואדם is talking about a אבד כנעני. And indeed, the master can מקדיש לי אבד כנעני. So they wouldn't think Gemara can bypass the original question of saying, ואדם מקדוש? Yeah, אדם כן קדוש. If you say אבד כנעני, if you learn the Gemara, that this case is talking about an אבד כנעני, indeed, you can be מקדשם. Oh, don't ask me. No, we're not going to, he's not an Adam, because the Mishnah says, Adam So maybe we should not, Ebed is not an Adam, he's a Behemah. So no, no, he's an Adam. So you see from that derasha that he is included in the concept of Adam. So that's the question. Why don't you say that the Mishnah is talking about an Ebed Kanani? And very simple. And you can make him, and then you have to assess how much is valuable. Oh, Ebed Kanani's assessment only three of us. You don't need ten. We're worried that the Everyone might hear that you're assessing him to sell him or something, he might run away. So therefore, they don't want to make too much a noise on the Ebed Kanani's assessment. So therefore, it will not be done with ten. So therefore, we know that's not Ebed Kanani. Vim Tomar, Ema Dehirushami Ari Bedina Derabbanan. No, maybe that that three is only Midrabbanan, Aval, Bedina Deoraita Sirik Asara. Maybe Midoraita, you do need ten. And therefore, the Mishnah is giving you the deen of Deoraita. Imker Hadra Kushtan Duchteh. Back to the same question. And don't tell me it's three. Three is Midrabana. We're giving the Deen Deoraita originally, which was But the Mishnah is giving you the Deen that you actually have to do. Mishnah is giving me a Deen Deoraita. The Mishnah is giving you the bottom line. Bottom line, if the, if the Deen is three. Don't tell me ten and I have to figure out that, that was the oraita. Usually Mishnah will give you the bottom line. The Mishnah should have said that. Exactly. The Mishnah should have said it, uh, said it explicitly. Which means, when you say Adam Kayotsebahim, Adam sounds like any Adam. Now you tell me that Adam is Evit Kirani? No, that's the Dohak to come along and minimize it. That if the Mishnah Deen was talking about that specific case, the Mishnah should have actually Same. said it Beferush. Uh, Don't we have another Dirash also that Aten Kiruim Bin Adam and Enam Kiruim Bin Adam? Fine, but Evkanani is Adam. That's a goy. That's a full fledged goy. Evkanani is partly Jewish. He has mitzvot. Shamin Otoke Evid. Look at the bottom to four. Shamin Otoke Evid. So we. We assess this guy as an Eved. The Eved is kish the karkaot. The chitiv in the haltem otam. Mashma the Eved every it kash the karkaot. Because this guy over here that we're assessing is a Jew. He's not an Eved. And the Gemara is saying we assess him. Oh, how do you know you assess him? We assess him as what? As an Eved. Why? Because we know Eved is connected to karkaot. Now hold on. It sounds like Eved every is connected to karkaot. Because we're assessing this guy as an Ebed Evri. You're not assessing him as an Ebed Kanani. He's not a Kanani. So it's supposed to be a big Hadush here. That when we connect this, this item of uh, Ebed to Karka, it can be even Ebed Evri. Wow, we found the Gemara Kedushin. That sounds like that too. The Isha, Havira Nechazim Shiyeshlem Acharayut. The Gemara compares a lady over there as, a, uh, as, as Karka. A lady is compared to Karka. They compare different Kenyanim. Uh, can, 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 can a lady uh, give a man uh, a, 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 a coin and say, you should be mikudeshet to me, agav, the coin that I'm giving you. It's called kenyan agav. He, she gives the coin and says, be kone the coin. And when you kone the coin, agav the kenyan, the coin, you'll be kone me, me also. That's called kenyan agav. And the Gebra says, no, we don't say that nechasim shiyeshle maharayut, meaning karka is niknit agav, Metalkalin. And therefore, and a lady is considered karka. And how do you know a lady is considered karka? Metam de evidit kash de karka. And she's evidivrim, she's Jewish, she's regular. So therefore, you see what? You see that with the karka, the evidit that we're talking about must be evidivrim. Vekasha, the hainu davka evid kenaani. What are you talking about? Look at the pasuk, but the pasuk that you quoted is definitely talking about evidivrim, like it says in the end of the pasuk, the olam bem ta'avodu. 
תעלה כתיב קלדת, נחתם, אבל עבד עברי לא מצינו קלדת כשלי קרקע. Which means for sure, the reason why you're assessing him, you assess him like you would assess an Evet Kena'ani. Ela de Ben Horina, Omed de Mi Alai, Kiven de Shamin, Oto Kevet Kena'ani, Makshin Ale Karkaot, De Ben Tevek Lohen. Which means, we know he's not Evet Kena'ani. He's Evet Evni, but we, we, are, we are assessing him like an Evet Kena'ani. And since an Evet Kena'ani needs 10, Tavu needs 10 also. There's more no why. Why do you have to assume that because you're assessing him, therefore he must be an Evet Evni, that's the Kashta... Why don't you have to say that? Just say simple. He's a Ebed Evri. We know that. He's a Jewish guy, free guy. And since we're Shamin Oto, so we're Shamin Oto Ke'evid, and Ebed has a deen of Ebed Kena'ani. No, we do the same thing to that guy. Tosfot has no, no issues to start off with. Why, why did you assume that just because you're assessing him that automatically changes the derasha? That means an Ebed Evri was Nitkash Le'karkaot. No, an Ebed Kena'ani was Nitkash Le'karkaot. Like Tosfot says in the Maskana. That's that, 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 that's the way the Maharshan wants to say. Look, look, look at now. Go backwards. A small tosfot. Asarak kohanim. Kashali amaylo ba'ayahad asar. Then bedin shakul. Bechod avashu talui be'omed b'shikul adat. Now we have a general rule that you don't have an even number in the courts. Whenever it has to do with uh, you know sevara and logic, especially in assessment, it goes with the person's logic. So therefore, you might have a you might have a hung court. So you need an 11th guy to, to, to break the tie. So Tosfos, he doesn't know why you shouldn't need 11. He leaves that in the question. Look at the big Tosfos, now Rabotai. The end, Pursin al-Shema. That was in the, in the Mishnah that we had. Let's just review. What was the case of Pursin al-Shema? The case was, uh, you had a minyan, they prayed already, guy walked, uh, you know, then, then, then you have a minyan walked in now, and they missed the minyan, and they want to catch a barichu. So what do they do? One guy gets up, Says uh, Kaddish, let's say, says Barichu, and, the and then he makes the first Barachav Yoser, that's called Pores al Shema. He's Pores, meaning he says the half of the Miracles of Shema. What's the benefit of this? We got a Barichu. Convince uh, you once, Posek, that you know, in the two years, answer Barichu, the Shema doesn't really uh, settle into your uh, system. So, therefore, even if you didn't say, let's say you didn't go to Shaharit, when it comes to Minha, and you're in uh, some shul, after Minha, get up and say, Barichu, just to get. About who in your in, in, in your uh, in your system? So Tosfot says the impulsive Hashem. A contrast between Bnei Adam Shebau bebet Knesset Achar shetpalelu asibur verotzim nomar kadishu barichu v'sarich asara. So you need asara. That's what we said. There's ten guys doing this. V'raberutam pirish de b'shevaa shelo shamu im shalosh aharim sagi. No, now we start to negotiate. You don't need ten. Tosfot says seven and three would be fine. As well, seven that didn't hear the barichu, and you could mistake three guys <coughs> that heard it already. Well enough. They have a reason. It says the pasuk, the froa peraot Israel betnadem am barichu Hashem. So you have seven uh, seven words in that pasuk over there. So you have seven words in the pasuk. It says what barichu Hashem. So you see why you only need seven to say barichu. Uh, before I put it, it's similar to the Amr of Hashem, the Ika Shem Atevot. There you go. You still need another three? You still need three to get the Minyan, because it's the Venish Mekedusha. Barichu is the Venish Mekedusha. Question is, do you need ten guys that didn't hear the Barichu? Did I? Oh, you have to seven guys that didn't hear it. Three guys are ready, and you're okay. Seven and three. Then, to us, what is the negotiator over here? Amazing. To us, what says, wait. Yes, Omnim. Afilu Bishisha. Why? Mishum de Barichu Aviashishi. Which means, Barichu is the sixth word in the Pasuk. So therefore, to make barichu, you only need six. Before I up, he said, "But Nadim, I'm barichu. Barichu is number six. So therefore, six is enough." Then he right. says, "With a benutam, look at this negotiation." Barichu is number five. <coughs> no, barichu is number six. It's okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, I was seven. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. As long as you're talking to the board, it doesn't count. With a benutam, katab, the sefer hayashar, is enough. Who says you got to get to Barichu? 
Befroa peropi serpent and deva am. You have five? Now say barichu. ברכו. <laughs> אז יתנדב העם לברך. השם, יורי. So בפרוע פרעות בישראל, when the people are in contempt, because they didn't do what they're supposed to do, so then, יתנדב העם לברך השם, ונקל השלוש תיבות עד בתנדב. בפרוע פרעות בישראל. There's three. So when you're in that situation, where you miss ברכו, all you need is three, in order to make the ברכה. Now that's it, right? He's not going to stop there. He's not going to stop there. He started with ten. Now we got the three, and they're going to be, they can't get to zero, we got to get to zero. Exactly. And the people who are in the name of the name, they're going to be one guy. That's it, even one guy. Befrawa. Shalosh Shema, you can't even say Shema. And even that Shema, Kevar, can be able to get it. And it even doubles down. And the guy who heard can be the guy to see that one guy. You have to have ten guys in the room. You need one guy that didn't hear Baruch Hu. And even a guy who heard the Baruch can say the Baruch for the one guy that didn't hear it. He says, "Shelo shok kimo shanu roim shaliach simur shavapishit palel kevar hashmona esrei berachot belachas hozem bepalel korab vaafapish shkulanu bekim akshab mikol makom yeshlomah deel zelayah." Maybe the, maybe the amida is not such an ayah. Teshani hashmona esrei berachot shaliim ayam bepalel mitkelab bekoram. If you would pray it bekoram to be motzi the the people initially. רבותיי, אוקיי, אני חושב שאנחנו עכשיו 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 עכש